Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. It's Chicago's Afternoon News. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand is here. Mary Vandeveld. Kevin Powell. We'll get to all your text messages and details about the mask mandate being lifted. And, Doctor, even that makes you happy, right? Even me. That's right. <laughs> I said, you sh- you picked a good day to come in because people are in a good mood. You know, we love our friends at Northwestern. And this is Dr. Angela Chattery. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, it's so funny because I was anticipating her arrival. And of course, I kept going on Google to get the correct pronunciation of her name. And you said you grew up in Ohio and people said it every which way. Every which way. And you know what? <laughs> we just moved through. It's just fine. That's really nice. I love people that are gracious like that because some people are like, that is wrong. <laughs> so you are a gynecologic surgeon at Northwestern Medicine for complex gynecology. You take on the big cases. And we have you here today to talk about fibroid tumors because I am a uterine cancer survivor. I have friends who struggled with fertility, didn't know what the issue was till they figured out it was a fibroid. And I think many women talk to their moms about this, but their moms don't necessarily know what to look for as well. So tell us about fibroid tumors. What are they? Well, fibroid tumors are benign tumors of the uterus. They grow in so many women's uteruses, you have no idea. They impact probably more than 70% of women. Now, the good news is most of them are completely asymptomatic and actually never go on and cause problems with cancer or bleeding or any other issues. But oftentimes, women come to me and say, my periods have gotten heavier, I don't understand. And we do find fibroid tumors. And there's actually ways to treat them and make their periods better, make their monthly cycles more tolerable. Um, and it's all it's always a good idea for patients to come in and evaluate if anything's going on with their cycles to see see if it could be uterine fibroids. And we push it off. You know, I was sharing with her off the air that I didn't get my period for like five years and people are like, oh, oh, count it as a blessing. Little did I know that those cellular changes would lead to cancer. And that was something that I was diagnosed with in my mid thirties, which is unusual. Uh, it shouldn't happen then. And I think it happens to a lot of women where you just, you kind of put it off and you really don't go to your gynecologist. So tell us about the um, Center for Complex Gynecology at Northwestern. Well, our uh, Center for Complex Gynecology actually encompasses a whole variety of specialists that uh, are featured for women's health. So obviously, we have myself and my partners that are fibroid surgeons and endometriosis and pelvic pain surgeons. We also have a physical medicine physician that works primarily with pelvic pain and sexual dysfunction. We have a whole center for sexual medicine and menopause for women as they go through in their later years. Um, So today, I was hoping that we would focus on fibroids and surgery, but our center is really, really multidisciplinary. And we've really tried to look at patients holistically to try to figure out what their best treatment options are. Okay, because all the things you just mentioned, I didn't know existed. <laughs> I mean, I was that person that went through menopause at 36, and it was miserable. So I would have liked to have known that there were studies and there was help. And maybe back then there wasn't. I don't know. So when you look at a patient, can you almost tell if they're at risk for fibroids? Or is it something you have to go in and look for? You know, it's so interesting. We used to say there was a certain type of woman that get fibroids. And we don't totally understand why fibroids come around. We know that they run in families. They can be genetic. But it seems like fibroids are more and more common these days. So as we walk around, you know, I literally look at women and say, seven out of 10 of these women walking on the street have fibroids. And I don't know which ones they are. Um, Because it is so common. It is so prevalent. It really can impact everyone. So unlike other diseases where we sometimes can tell just from body habitus or what the, you know, what a minimal patient history 
history is fibroids are very different. They really are the sort of that silent disease that might cause a lot of symptoms for women that women aren't comfortable talking about. They really aren't. Isn't that weird? Um, we should be comfortable talking about it. And I'm glad we're talking about it today. This is Dr. Angela Chowdhury. She is from Northwestern Center for Complex Gynecology. If you've got a question, you can shoot us a text at 312-981-7200, or you can actually call us as well. So are fibroids treated with medication or is it just surgical removal? You know, I tell everybody fibroids can present in so many different ways. I already mentioned, you know, walking around on the street, many women might have fibroids and never know. But oftentimes when fibroids become symptomatic, they kind of present in two major categories, either with a lot of bleeding, a lot of um, vaginal bleeding that can come on a monthly cycle that might come with bleeding between cycles, um, or it presents with a lot of pressure. Women will tell me they feel like they have to urinate more frequently or they're having more problems having bowel movements. And that might be because of the size of the fibroids getting larger. Larger. And so I tell everybody based on symptoms is how we often treat. When people first come to me and say, I have a fibroid and I find maybe a very small, you know, two centimeter fibroid, I tell them, don't worry, this is okay, we're going to follow this. You can still get pregnant, you can still go on and not really require any treatments. We can just observe that fibroid. But other women who have more of these symptoms, we can talk about medications to try to either shrink the fibroids or control the bleeding. Or if they get very large and much more symptomatic, or patients are thinking about getting pregnant, we think they might need removal of those fibroids, we start talking about more surgical options. Could they turn into cancer? You know, the really good news about fibroids is benign fibroids are always benign. They don't have any malignant potential. They don't change later. Unfortunately, there's some much, much less common tumors of the uterus, though, that actually look like fibroids. So it's very important when we see fibroids to get them evaluated with imaging to ensure we don't think that they could have some malignant potential or are actually cancers themselves. And, uh, Talk to me about fertility, because I did have a friend who had fertility issues, and I think we have a a lot of moms listening of maybe daughters in their 20s, early 30s, who are struggling with fertility. So how does fibroids, how do they impact fertility? You know, very small fibroids actually tend to not cause too many problems with fertility. Thank goodness, considering how many women have them. But what we do know is that that fertility can be impacted based on the location of the fibroids and the size of the fibroids. So as fibroids get larger, the whole uterus gets larger. It gets harder for things to implant and harder once things implant for a pregnancy to grow within that uterus. So sometimes very large fibroids we recommend removing prior to getting pregnant. We also find that fibroids that sit within the lining of the uterus, those are the ones that tend to cause really heavy bleeding or spotting between cycles. So often patients kind of recognize there's something going on. Those fibroids are actually in a location where a pregnancy might implant upon them and actually predispose women to miscarriage. And so that's why if we know a woman has fibroids, I often recommend prior to trying to get pregnant, coming in for some recent imaging, making sure those fibroids aren't in a location that I think would be beneficial to remove in order for them to have a safe and healthy pregnancy. Uh, This is Dr. Angela from Northwestern's Medicine Center for Complex Gynecology. I I have shared my story with uh, people on the radio, with everyone I meet, and of course, most intimately with my friends, but I still have one or two who do not go and get their yearly pap smear. Can you please speak to women about the importance of that? 
please, please, please go see your doctor on a regular basis. You know, it's actually funny. Pap smear recommendations have actually changed a little bit. If you come, you might not need a pap smear every single year, but please come every year. Get your breast checked. Get your pelvic exam. Make sure that your doctors don't see any abnormalities because the best thing we can do is screen for gynecologic cancers, screen for breast cancer, screen for cervical cancer and uterine cancer. So that is such an important part of our health. And, you know, we as women, we often push things off. We're so busy caring for everybody else that we actually don't take a lot of time to care for ourselves. And I think that is just so, so important. So care for yourself, care for your daughters and daughters care for your mothers. Uh, Tell people where they can find you, where they can get information. Absolutely. So our um, Center for Complex Gynecology at Northwestern Medicine is located at 259 East Erie. We're up in suite 2450. But if you go to our Northwestern website, you'll be able to find us. If you have questions about fibroids, questions about bleeding, feel free to make an appointment with anyone in our office or frankly, anyone throughout the Northwestern system. We're really here to help you and guide you and get you to the right specialist to really care for for your needs. Because Northwestern is as far as DeKalb and it's in (laughs) Geneva. It's everywhere. You can find someone. I hope you'll come back on our show because we find you delightful and so full of information that I think needs to be shared. Such a pleasure to be here, Lisa. Thank you.